Hey y'all, I'm Kiara Sheree and welcome to Yes Black Girl. Yes Black Girl is a digital space and interview series that is created for Black women by Black women. So we hope that you stay with us for a while and leave feeling inspired. YBG has been on a, a hiatus for like the entire summer. Okay, we need a little breaky break because it's been a lot going on. Life has been lifing. <laughs> However, the summer has been so, 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 so good to us. Um, and we're excited to just be back and bring you guys great conversations with amazing people. Uh, Rhea could not be here today because she had a scheduling conflict. She has a gig. So we wish her luck and, um, and good vibes. That being said, I am so excited to present our guest for today. So today's guest is a Texas girl that currently resides in the BK, okay? Listen, Brooklyn is just, it's where it's at. She works in product development for the agency Alum PD that specializes in all things beauty, skin, hair, and baby care. Alum PD's clients are Black and POC owned, so April makes products for people that look like her, or should I say look like us? <laughs> Let's give a warm welcome to April Stephanie. It's a beautiful Saturday um, in Brooklyn, yes, BK, so yes, I cannot complain. How's your Saturday going? <laughs> it's been pretty good so far. I actually just came from a quick little shift at work, but you're right. The sun is shining and it feels so good out there. Like, yes. definitely got to get out once this is, you know, all wrapped up. Yes, I yeah. This is definitely patio season to me. Go out yes. there, get a margarita or something. Treat yourself no, because it feels amazing. Yeah, yes, I, I think agree. I might head up to the roof in a little bit just to catch that last little bit of sun. Yes, yes. yes this I is agree. the time. It's like right before fall truly sets in, and then the summer. Mm. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> yes. So we're going to go ahead and get started with a little bit of this or that. It's my first time hearing that in months. So it was like, wait. <laughs> Am I, I playing love it. Playing? <laughs> I love. It. I was so over here fun. doing a little dance. I was you like, know, oh, it's a bop. <laughs> it's really a bop. I will always love that jingle. All right. So the first one is AHAs or BHAs. Ooh, AHAs. Because um, I don't have acne prone skin. So okay. Yep, AHAs. Yep. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm going to ask you. We're going to circle back around to that later on because I need okay. you to break that down a little bit. Okay. All right. The next one is oil cleanser or makeup wipes? Uh, oil cleanser. Mm. Yep, oil cleanser. Do you think it's better depending on like what your skin type is? Um. Yes and no. I think that we as consumers misuse makeup wipes a lot. Um, mm. We take one, we wipe it all over our face, and then we're just like smearing all that makeup back in. Okay. Yeah. So, and I'm a combo girl. So my skin mm -hmm. is like oily in the T-zone and I'm a big advocate of putting oil on my face to rebalance the natural oils that are already there. So Absolutely. oil cleanser. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, the next one is powder or liquid eyeshadow. 
Ooh, powdery liquid eyeshadow. Well, I don't really wear eyeshadow. Despite me mm. being in the beauty industry, I'm like a very natural, glowy beat type of person. So mm-hmm. for those warmer summer months, because you know how swampy it gets in New York City. Yes. Yes. I'm going to say powder. <laughs> I'm going to say powder. <laughs> I feel that. No, it has been crazy with the humidity. Oh, my God. It's disgusting. Um, it is. It's a lot to navigate. I'm not even going to hold you. All right, the next one, setting spray or setting powder? Setting spray. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm talking just about like- gives you that glow. Come on now. I told yes. you I'm a glowy, dewy girl. And it's like, I'm Absolutely. pumping 10 times. My okay. face is wet. Just make sure. No, I feel yes. that 100%. It's just something about going outside and you've got that. And we already have this brown skin. It just, it yes. hits different, you know? It does. Yes. <laughs> New York or Texas? <laughs> <laughs> Let us oh. know. Let us know. <laughs> okay y'all don't hate me i'm gonna have to say texas okay listen i'm not from new york so i'm not gonna be mad about it but i love uh, seeing people's perspective i'm gonna have to say texas i mean not because it's home but more so the quality of life is just so much mm. better easier and it's very different and i love new york for what new york will give you and what you give to new york it'll give you back um absolutely so i'll never knock this uh the city this life yeah and this life but mm-hmm. texas is where it's at if you haven't been i, been, I need you. to go yeah Listen, i do need to go i've been saying that for a while that's somewhere i need to go and visit but me being someone who's from maryland and grew up like in that rural oh. country type of area it's just something about being a country girl it just it, it hits different wait you know? we might have something in common i was born in baltimore yes. and i have family I have family yes. all throughout Fulton County. Yep. And I was yep. just in DC talk. last weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're going to talk. All right. Um, second to last, sunscreen, lotion, or SPF infused products? Both. Mm. I can't even do with this or that. It's both of them. Um, SPF that. is so important for skin, yeah. especially with like melanin rich tones we need it like i mean the sigma back in the day was like we don't need spf because black doesn't crack the baby yes it does yes and it, and it hyper it up. <laughs> and it hyper pigmentates and so yes. we need all the spf we can get to be honest mm-hmm. with you so i'm gonna say yes. both. yeah okay i love that all right the last one is regular deodorant or natural aluminum free <laughs> <laughs> I love your faces. Like, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> okay, so uh, that's a hard one, and I can mm-hmm. see, I can see it both sides. Yes, um, natural is going to be better for us, but it takes mm-hmm. a minute for your body to get used to natural deodorant. Mm-hmm. I was funky the other day at yoga class because <laughs> I was testing out natural deodorants, and I was just like, "Is that me?" <laughs> In the middle of a down dog. So I like regular deodorant, it's a game changer just because it's quick, you know, it works. But I'm really big on health, living very Mm -hmm. holistically. So I'm gonna have to say natural. Just give it a try. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I definitely switched over. I started using like a chemical exfoliant as my deodorant, and it was perfect. Yes. The only thing is, of course, I'm still gonna have some sweat every now and then, but 
outside of that, it's like, it's the best. Because sometimes with regular deodorant, you know, you get a little clogged up and it just, it's just not it's, cute. It's but just it does product. smell good. It smells it good. Yeah. And it keeps, keeps you together. You. Exactly. Yes. Right, right, right. Yes. right. So <laughs> I feel you on that one. All right. So switching gears, I'd like to start off by asking, why did you become an esthetician? What inspired you or led you towards that career path? So I was in school, undergrad, to be a, a doctor. Like I was pursuing a degree in biology Ooh. and I was doing all of the prerequisites to go to medical school. I wanted to be a dermatologist. I've always really been into science. And growing up in Texas, um, there's not too many doctors that look like us. Mm -hmm. and, if, and if I did come across them, it was by way of like, oh, well, we went to school at Baylor, but we're not originally from here or whatever the case may be. And so I have like this calling in life to me to where I'm here to help people, mm. um, but to help people in the field that I want to, like, I'm not just out here giving out money. I'm not just out here being like, oh my gosh, do you need, like, you know, I'm not yeah. overextending myself to help, but right. I feel like if I tap into my passion, um, mm -hmm. and I'm able to help people who look like me, then that that's my calling. And so I thought mm -hmm. I wanted to be a doctor, but I did not want to go another 12 years in med school. Okay. I did mm -hmm. it. And I didn't want to shell out another 50 K to hundred K in cash for school. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really good at pivoting. And so I was just like, okay, after undergrad, I was like, what do we want to do? Like, yeah you know i can't i don't want to be a teacher because like what do you do with a, a degree in biology not much you work in a yeah. lab or you go to medical school or you do something very like sciencey but because my yeah. heart was set out on medical school i was like that's not the route this this lifetime I yeah guess. right um, right right let's do aesthetics everybody comments on my skin they say my skin is always clear like how do you you know even when i used to have breakouts like hormonal breakouts they'd be like well it's gone in like two days how did you achieve that yeah so like i know what i'm doing <laughs> so um yes. aesthetic school was the next route and it was a nine month course it's not bad at all. Nope. I was in and out. And I think I actually completed it in six, six and a half months. Um, nine months was like, yeah, nine months was a part-time school. And then mm -hmm. full-time school, obviously you're in there like a full-time job. And I switched over okay. like halfway. I was like, I can't be in school for this long. Like I'm over it. I feel that. And then I got my license. That's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful story because yeah. first of all, life really is about the pivot. And I feel like, especially with this generation, with us millennials, like we definitely know how to do that. We don't have any problems stopping what we're doing and being like, you know what? I think I want to do something else. Yes. And I love that because you really do. A lot of us go to, you know, go to school and we have this initial idea of what we want to do, but you know, sometimes that's not your passion or it's really not what you're meant to be, you know? But I love how that re revealed itself to you in that way. That's beautiful. Yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right. So what would you say are some of the most common issues that Black and POC women face when it comes to their skin? Hyperpigmentation would probably be number one on the list. I think we mm -hmm. all suffer from hyperpigmentation in some type of way, whether it's from acne, whether it's from sunspots, um, whether it's from us picking our skin. I pick my skin as an esthetician. I know better, but I still do it. <laughs> it's it's habit. Um, so I would say that's number one. Number two would probably be 
hormonal acne or hormonal um, breakouts. Um, But I also think that's like our generation. We're like the birth control generation. And a lot of us are like starting to kind of wean ourselves off the birth control because we know it's wreaking havoc on our whole endocrine system. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that comes breakouts and our body trying to re-regulate itself. Um, and, And that shows up everywhere, mainly on our face, but all over our skin. It's really bad, actually. Um, so I would yeah, say that's... I've definitely been experiencing that. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's number two. Um, okay. And if, I, if I were to name like a third one, oh, skin issue, skin issue. This doesn't really have to do much with the face, but eczema mm-hmm. is big mm-hmm. in our community. Yeah. It, and, and sometimes it is actually on our face, but um, yes. as a whole, is really, really big. And I have it. I've had it since I, I was a I used to have child. it. Yeah. I, I don't know how it went away, but. Probably your lifestyle changes. Um, I don't know. Dairy has a lot to do with a lot. Mm-hmm. So not partaking in like cow's milk and like cutting your your diet and like cheese and eggs and things of that nature that has a lot to do with it. And then water intake too has a lot to do with eczema. So I would say those would be like the top three things that we face as a community. Yeah. That's really, really good insight. I will say that when I first started getting eczema, I was eating a lot of like cheese, a lot of dairy, because most of my favorite foods have cheese in them. And even now, like if I do way too much, I start to like see a little something pop up, yeah. but I like quickly, you know, I'm like, all right, let me roll, roll yeah. back a little bit. But the hormonal acne is such a big thing right now. Like I've been getting like little, you know, things here or there. And I'm like, I've never had this issue before. Like, where are these coming from? And this, like, they're more stubborn than, you know, any previous, like, little pimples or zits that I've had. So, yeah, it's been a lot trying to just navigate that recently. Yeah, I deal with the same thing. Yes, it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Getting older. Um, What products would you recommend for some of those issues? Ooh, um, so sunscreen for hyperpigmentation, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but on top of that, like any type of vitamin C serum mm-hmm. um, is going to help with that. Yeah, it helps with discoloration. And then like your low level acids, like glycolic or retinol is really good mm-hmm. with hyperpigmentation. I would recommend using retinol at night um, because that's mm-hmm. when it seems to work the best. And it actually makes your skin a little bit more sensitive. So wearing it during the day, it can be a little bit problematic and actually make your skin overly sensitive okay um yeah as far as like the hormonal acne and breakouts and things of that nature that's where your salicylic acid will come into play um using that as an exfoliant you want a really good cleanser too um Mm -hmm. in the morning and at night i double cleanse Mm -hmm. so one is like an oil-based cleanse um a second would be like a regular foaming no lie, my favorite cleanser right now is from the drugstore, and it's a uh, it's a French brand. I think everybody okay. should know this, La Rouge Poussée. I think I've seen that. It's like okay. in, your, in your CVSs, your I think Walgreens, like any drugstore, mm-hmm. and they have this like gentle foaming like cleanser, mm-hmm. and it's blue. It's and it's fifteen dollars, and it's huge. My cleanser wow. lasts me like two to three months. That big bottle for fifteen dollars. 
Not you putting me on to something. Let me check this out. You See, when this is when we wrap this up, I'm gonna take some notes down. <laughs> so actually, I don't even have to because I'm gonna rewatch this. But yes, it's that is amazing. It's literally my favorite thing mm. in life. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I love that. I love that. Um, <laughs> no, for real. It's crazy that you mentioned retinol because I was actually gonna ask you about that. So let's switch to that and then we'll, we'll mm-hmm. go back. So, um, cause I've seen so many people online talking about how it's like the fountain of youth, you know, it has everybody out here looking young and it staying does. young. So I just wanted to ask your opinion on that. Like, do you really feel like that's what it's doing? Um, which you just said, yes, of course. And if so, what are the benefits of using it? So, I mean, retinol is not going to like turn, you can't be an ugly duckling using retinol and then think you're going to wake up in the morning and be like Prince Charming. You can't mm-hmm. do that. Okay. But if, if you do have like problematic skin with uh, hyperpigmentation, with oiliness, with just blotchiness on your skin, like retinol is a really good exfoliant that will go in at night and just mm-hmm. slew off all that dead skin that's causing Ooh. that because that's really what causes acne is just oil that's underneath the surface and you need to slow off that dead skin to really get Mm. to it so it can pop up and like you can extract it if need be or do it like handle it however you normally handle it um so i don't know that like chemistry wise i don't know what makes retinol so good it's Mm -hmm. a vitamin a derivative i'll say that um but it, it's pretty good. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I swear by it. I've been using retinol since I was like 16. Yes. And that's what people were saying, that you have to start yeah. early because the older that you get, like it'll already kind of be doing the work and then yeah. you know, you'll be good to go. Yeah. It's buy me so many. Yeah. I've been, it's been like sitting in my cart and I'm like, am I going to get this? Am I gonna... And but so the Ordinary, check. have you heard of the Ordinary brand that's like at yes. Sephora? They have yes. a really good retinol products. I use that. Um, what is it? My co-host actually put me onto it. I use like this other serum from them. It's like an acid and I use that at night, but is it's it pretty the, good too. Is it the alpha 2% acid thing? It's like a clear acid. Yeah. 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 I yep. use that. Yes. yes it's good. <laughs> yeah, and yes. I was like, and they're affordable. Cause that's another big thing is like having affordable products. Um, yes. Which can be, yeah, that with yeah. whether it's skincare, hair care, makeup, things be expensive. So yes. you got to find your little, you know, products that are sustainable, I feel like. And the pandemic did not make that price point any better. The, okay. supply, the supply chain issue and the, like the raw material shortages that have been happening across the board has made mm-hmm. products. I see this firsthand every day at work. It has made the cost of goods like skyrocket through the roof it's really bad actually yeah it's terrible even um i used to use paula choices um salicylic acid and Mm -hmm. it actually was really really good for like you know breakouts and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but it just got way too expensive i was like hold up this is not how much i was paying for this before and i had to switch over to something else i was like yeah this is not it (laughs) but i love that brand though so hopefully eventually i'll be able to bounce back to that all right. So currently you're a product developer for Alum PD. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about what that entails? Yeah. So basically all product development is we're responsible for bringing new products to market for our clients, creating new products in their current lineups, um, working on existing products with reformulations and things of that nature. Um, we are like 
the person you would come to if you're like, I want to start a line and I don't know where to start and I have a brand, but this is the idea that I'm thinking of. Can you connect us with the vendors and the manufacturers and then like just help us formulate and work with these people to bring a product full circle to market? That's our okay. job. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. So you kind of already broke it down with the process of getting a product out to the market looks like, so we don't have to mm-hmm. go there. Um, and you also already gave us some insight on your skincare routine. How important is it to have a consistent skincare routine? If you're wanting results, it's, it's super important. Just like if you're wanting to lose weight or you're wanting to maintain a healthy lifestyle, or if you're wanting to create a new habit, just having a very consistent routine is going to do wonders and you're going to see results faster. It's not going to come overnight. Um, but like in life, all good things take time. Right. Mm -hmm. So having, having a very consistent routine and finding the products that work for you is going to be really important for clear skin. Yeah. Um, I've definitely had conversations in the past with people who like, they don't even, they don't moisturize. They don't, you know, use any type of, like they have no skincare routine or people who are like, yeah, I'm just going to wash my face with water or a bar of soap. And I remember when I used to be like, when I was younger, I definitely used to be a person, but I also didn't have as many issues, you know, back then, you know, you're younger. And I'm always just like, uh, I wish people knew how important it was to, you know, just start those processes. Because it's, everything should be preventative. Like you don't want to wait until something bad happens to your skin for you to be like mm-hmm. scrambling and like, oh my gosh, I need to figure out products that work for me. Or now I need to go to a dermatologist and spend all this money for a right. copay plus the products that she's going to recommend that you buy and she's going to sell it to you really good. And not to say that, <laughs> not to say it's not good products, but because you're not even well versed in that field, you're going to mm-hmm. just take everything verbatim for what that person is going to say. Right. So right. everything should be preventative. Everything. I agree with that. Yes, yeah. I love that. All right. So we've been seeing a huge shift in the beauty industry with it becoming more inclusive. Do you feel like social media has played a part in that at all? And how has that benefited Black and POC folks? Yeah, of course. Like, let's really think about before social media was a thing, right? All Mm -hmm. of the marketing ads and campaigns for beauty, hair, anything that was like woman focused, right? Was, it was a white woman or an Asian Mm -hmm. woman. Nobody really looks like us. And if they did, it was far and few in between. So I feel like with social media, you put a face to your consumers. You put a face to the people who are actually buying your product. So if there's 10,000 women that look like you and I, and then the other 2000 look like white women, why would you not want to make products exactly. that are going to work for your your highest consumer, like the consumer that's really buying up your product? So I do right. feel like social media has made these brands and bigger companies like your Estee Lauders um, and your L'Oreal's more aware of like, hey, we do need to start including these deeper tones, but not mm-hmm. just that. We need to take into account like, okay, these two women might have the same tone, but she's more yellow undertone. She's more red. Mm. So now we need to make a cool of this color and a warmer of this color. Mm. Yes. Just so we can make sure everybody is accounted for. Being covered. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 No it works. 
And we're holding these companies and these brands to their word too, because it's just like, you can say that you're inclusive, but you can't just have four deep tones and a lineup of 22. Like, what is that? You know what I mean? Like, we're we're gonna go somewhere else where we're wanting yes, and we're valued. Exactly. Okay? Right. Yeah. With a little bit more variety. No, yes. you're absolutely right about that. It's crazy because we saw it with um the natural hair movement at first. You know, yeah. the products started to expand. Some of the things that we grew up using, you know, we're looking at these brands now that everybody has products for natural hair. And it's like, well, where was this before? You know, when we was out here yes. permanent down, we didn't have all these things. And now we're seeing it with the makeup. We're seeing it with yep. um with the beauty products. And it's it's amazing. But yeah, I, 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 I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. great to see. Um, and it seems like every time you hop on Instagram or Twitter, somebody is sharing some type of advice and it really, it, it just, social media, you know, it's a double-edged sword. You never know what you're going to get, but there's so much good that comes with it. And that's one of those things I feel like. Yes, oh, I agree. Yeah. So as an esthetician, have you ever done any hair removal work? And if so, what types and which ones do you feel are best for black women? hair removal so like laser or waxing or things of that nature yes never done laser like on anybody and I've never personally had it done I have definitely Mm -hmm. um done sugaring and waxing on people Mm -hmm. and I get it done um yes I think that if you're looking for a more permanent solution lasering is going to be your best bet obviously Mm -hmm. do your research because not all lasers are good for our skin tones I think they're becoming a little bit more like aware of that now and um, Mm -hmm. including lasers that do work for deeper tones. Um, But personally, I don't know what that pain feels like, but I know what waxing feels like. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm to what I know. And I feel that. I feel that. I definitely was a waxer as well. Um, my only issue is when it comes to shaving and waxing, if I'm not using the right products afterwards to exfoliate or anything, or if I have like it's a good serum, nice. the ingrowns, yeah. yes. <laughs> I am ingrown prone. We well, like, need to talk fun. after this because I haven't found any products to help with my ingrown. So you might have some secrets yes. that I need to know. <laughs> Listen, it's insane to me how, and I never really, I guess I just didn't really have that much of an issue before, but it's it's like everything. The older that you get, things just start to change. And I was like, okay, these ingrowns are becoming a little bit too frequent. I need yeah. to find something. I just started like doing some research on things, but um, I've also heard that laser can be good for that too. But you're absolutely right. People say that, like, you know, certain ones don't work for our skin. So that's, that's, yeah. 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 But, ooh, we'll be, we'll really be out here going through it. Let me tell you. Yeah, women. Listen, when I was younger, my mom used to say, pain is beauty. And one day you're going to really understand what that means. Mm-hmm. And at my 29 year old age, I'm like, I yeah. understand what it means, but why do we have to go through? <laughs> you know because the men they just be walking around i mean some of them actually do care and they do their their things as well but i just feel like we have so much to worry about and it's not just the beauty it's our health too and then the things that kind of go hand in hand when it comes to like skin oh child it's it's tiring i feel like every other month i'm just like child what i gotta do now what 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 am i doing now what am i changing in my diet you know what is it that's going into my routine 
to prevent something. So. That is so yeah. funny, guys. I feel like all jobs should set aside a, like a weekend, like an extended weekend for women to just mm-hmm. take care of everything that they need to take care of. Because I okay. do that now. I'd be having spot, like my extended weekends, I'd be doing spa, waxing, hair, yes. nails, everything that one weekend and everybody and it takes time as you should come on yeah it's important (laughs) the hair alone like uh, yeah if you know that you have somewhere to be either do that the night before do it get up extra 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 early i remember i saw this video on twitter recently and it was a tiktok but this girl gave herself like four hours i think to like get ready but she also had to like run and do some errands and clean the house and i was like girl you knew you wasn't gonna get all that done in that little bit of time you know that was ran late too yes Yes. yep and then it's also that it's like the order that you get when you're running late you're kind of like i hate being rushed i know i can just i hate being rushed yeah it's like if you can't go outside feeling like your best self it's just it's pointless so what advice would you give to someone who wants to become an esthetician or beauty product developer? Ooh, okay. Um, I'll start with product development because that's what I'm currently doing, right? If yes. you're wanting to be in product development, I say go for it. There needs to be more women that look like us in this industry, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. Networking is going to be your biggest key. Going to those conventions, going to those trade shows, shaking hands with people, remembering people's names, because I had to do that. And that's hard. That's a mm-hmm. hard one for me. Um, okay. Putting yourself out there on LinkedIn and just like asking for a mentor because you never know when that door is going to open. And I like the way that I fell on this job was by luck. And it was during the pandemic off of Craigslist mm. ad, like, Craigslist. wow. I was going to look at every avenue. Yes. 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 And I was so sick of being home. I've never sat still like that in my whole entire life. And I was just I like fancy. So it's just like taking the chance to just reach out, putting your resume out there. Like I said, networking, um and spending the money to go to the trade shows and the conventions like we have a big one coming up this week the week of the 12th and it's makeup in new york and that's huge for product developers all the manufacturers and vendors from italy france korea even in the states or canada they're all going to be at this one trade show and it's just like sounds like fun you never know who you could speak to who could be like oh well if you're interested in this field like i have somebody who might be able to put you in touch with X, Y, and Z, and so on and so forth. Um, wow. Yeah. As far as aesthetics, girl, that's easy. Just go to aesthetic school. Scout. It doesn't matter what aesthetic school you go to. I promise <laughs> to you, they are all the same. You got to take the yes. same standardized test at the end of the whole process to get licensed. <laughs> get it. Clock those hours and then get out. Okay? Mm. And just... And get your license. I mean, yes. if you ha- have like um, a love for beauty, a love for, you know, anything that encompasses that, like the waxing, yeah. the facials, like aesthetics, it encompasses so much. Makeup, it does that too. Because mm-hmm. when I was in aesthetic school, I got trained through MAC to be a professional wow. makeup artist through my school. That's amazing. Yeah. So if if that's like what you love, just sign up for an aesthetics course and and take it from there. And I mean, truth be told, a lot of product developers 
that have worked for the L'Oreal's and the Estee Lauders, the Max, the NARS, like all of these big makeup and skincare brands started mm-hmm. off as professional makeup artists at counters. Wow. That's, that's a that's crazy a, career path. That's a little <laughs> tea. And then they end up going to like FIT because they have a PD program. And mm-hmm. but they all started off as makeup artists, then went to FIT and then started working PD. Like it all that's goes amazing. hand in hand. Yeah. 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 It all goes hand in hand. Um Tell me a little bit about what makes uh, the agency that you work for so special. So first and foremost, the owner of my agency, Betty, she has been in the game for 20 plus years and she's like my mentor unofficially, officially, because we work so closely (laughs) together. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's just the knowledge that she's willing to pour into me and to, and to the people that work with us too. And like I said, I did not go to school for this. Um, FIT was never a school that I even thought about. It was never on my radar. Like I said, I thought I was going to be a doctor, but landing this position and then being trained by somebody who's well known in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then having her just show me the ropes um, so easily and like, never at fault when I mess up or anything. We're human, right? I'm going to mess up. Yeah, of course. I I think that she's really like the key part of what makes this agency so different, to be honest. And then on top of that, we're Black women. She's Black. I'm Black. We work with um, a Latina. And then we also work with someone who's Italian that have Mm. been in the industry for 20 plus years as well. And so just having their expertise in their different fields, because they do you know, skincare and makeup too, but one of them is well-versed in hair care. One of them is well-versed in like strategizing for companies if they're at a standstill with their current lineup. So just having that many years of expertise in one centralized location on top of having us be people of color, two black women, you know, a Latina and then an Italian, Mm -hmm. we see color differently we of see course. all of the nuances of color differently. All of our skins, like the, our skin types are different. So when it comes to right. skincare, we're able to, it's like, it's really a 360 focus agency. I'll say that. Mm. We cover every corner, nook and cranny. And yes. so I think that's what makes our agency very different, like our consulting agency different. Yeah. That's so amazing. shout out to Betty. Yeah. She, yes. really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely did. That's an amazing yeah. team. And honestly, yeah. more companies need to model themselves after that. It's like you need, I don't know what it is, but every time I see a woman leading, you know, it's we, we just do things differently. You can yeah. always tell the difference. I'm sorry. You just can't. Yeah. You said everyone's, you know, coming from a different background, you're able to add something different to it. So that's, that's great. All right. So my last question for you is what is next for you? What do you feel like you're going to do after this chapter? You're like, girl, I don't know. I ain't even thinking about that. (laughs) No, I would, I would be lying if I said I have not thought about that. Um, Mm -hmm. So like I, like I told you earlier, like, I feel like my calling in life is to help people. And Mm -hmm. I've just had, you know, certain series of events in my life happen um, to where I have had like this longing to start a nonprofit that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with PD. Um, and that. every, 
everything to do with wellness and holistic living, but for women of color, specifically mm-hmm. black women, and especially in like the maternity world and like Ooh. birthing and stuff. Yeah. yeah I could, that's a whole different conversation we could have, but I yeah. think that's my, my next chapter in life. No time soon. Cause like I said, I love mm-hmm. what I do. It pays the bills. Yeah. It's helping me stack money, all the things that are yes. important right now. Right. Um, right. But I think like maybe in like five to 10 years, I can see myself doing that. I probably won't be in New York. I do mm-hmm. want my 40 acres in a mule. I need space, okay, baby. <laughs> girl. I talk about it all the time. I'm like, once I'm finished, you know, not like you ever like finished traveling, but like at some point I really want like a cute little farm. I just want a lot of land, like Me all the grass, too. maybe a cute little pond that I made for myself, you know, and just- and I always that. joke, people always hate when I say this, but I'm like, I want my 40 acres in a mule. Where is that? Yes. Like- <laughs> okay, like you deserve. Yeah. So I see that in my future. Um, I'll probably be back south, not in Texas, but somewhere just warmer climate, less congested, cleaner. Mm -hmm. Um, The air quality (laughs) is so different. (laughs) And I might still be working at Alum um, because I can Mm -hmm. work remotely. It's just a blessing that I'm in the same city as Betty and our office is here in BK. So but I can move when I want to, where I want to. I just need to give her a heads up. And she's very supportive of any endeavor or dream of mine. And um, yeah, I'm just so here beautiful. to yeah, I'm just here to help her, you know, build her business. So mm-hmm. and I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it too. It sounds amazing. <laughs> I look forward to the day that you do decide to move into that direction. That'll be awesome. And especially when it comes to the the pregnancy and just anything prenatal like I'm always thinking about that I don't know when I'll have kids but I'm like having a doula and having like you know the proper care is especially for us you know it's super important so when that time comes we will be talking (laughs) it'll come better than you think but because it's in the works but that is definitely It's definitely my next move. Yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. Thank right. you. So thank you so much for coming on today and joining us. Uh, let the people know where they can follow you. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram at April Steph underscore. So A-P-R-I-L-S-T-E-P-H underscore. Um, you can hit my DMs. I'm not great at replying back, but I will get back to you. I promise. Uh, work is busy right now. So yeah, follow me there. If you want to hit my DMs, if you want to talk, ask me any more questions about skincare, anything PD related or just life. I like to talk to people. I like making friends. So yes. That's how we met. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That was a great night. It was a great night. It was. (laughs) All right, everyone. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be back again soon. Until then, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Yes Black Girl, and follow us on Instagram at Yes Black Girl Series. And then, of course, be sure to follow Ray and I at The Only Raya and at Unique Jammer on Instagram as well. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you for having me. Thank you.